Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Diglett. Yeah.
folks, sit back and relax and just know that we're going to have a great show on tonight, and we'll look forward to our introduce our special guests here any moment, and we want you to be a part of this show. For many of you today, you understand this show here on January 16th, this is uh, President Obama's last, uh, last Monday in office. This is his last Monday in office, last week in office, and we want to celebrate and we want to commemorate and uh all the things that has been accomplished up under President Barack Obama's uh, presidency, and we'll take a little time tonight to keep that in mind as well. So as our audience is coming, I want to remind you, area code 323-784-9638. This is how you can reach us tonight, area code 323-784-9638. That is the number that you can reach us on tonight. So as we're getting ready to go into our show and our special guest tonight, we have with us – Definitely a person who's no stranger, specifically in the South Florida airways and things. Uh, but our guest tonight is not only uh, I call her activist, but she is a mover, she is a shaker, and she is also the founder of the single parent, the National Resource uh, Center, uh, single parents. And she's also uh, she's been a life coach. She's done a number of things inside of her career. She's hosts uh, radio shows herself nationally. She's reaching out to those that are impacted by abuse and homelessness and single parents as well. And I want you uh, today, as you prepare to get yourself together and get ready to listen to the show tonight, I want you to also uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, go ahead and text them or email them or whatever. Let them know the show is on the air. But I want to welcome tonight on the line with us none other than Coach Judy Romanoff. Come on, let's give her a And I'm going to say good evening. Coach Judy, how are you? I'm fantastic, Jr. You are wonderful. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show and to share some fabulous information that could really change a person's life. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show. And for many that might not know, this is almost a little bit of role reversal. Several years ago, you were hosting a show and you're always doing something positive. And I remember calling in to the show, and not only did I get a chance to speak with you, but I got a chance to win some fantastic prizes uh, uh, through your show. Well, I have no prizes to give away tonight for those of you that are called, but I tell you, I'm going to give you a wealth of information and knowledge uh, through Coach Judy. So, Coach Judy, talk to us about my audience wants to know a little bit more about this National Resource Center, particularly for single parents and the work that you're doing. I mean, you've done a lot of things, so feel free to take us down a little historical, if you would, uh, a path of so many things that you've done, always empowering lives, always being able to, uh, you know, increase, I, I call it, capacity for people inside of their lives. So if you would, take the liberty to share a little bit more about uh, your journey to the things that you're doing. Well, thank you. I'd like to welcome everybody who's listening to the show. It's a pleasure to be on your show. You're really a super person. And I have to say that a lot of people will go to college and they'll study psychology, they'll study medicine, they'll do all types of studies. They have their great license and so on. But you find, have they really walked the talk that they are preaching and using to help you? Well, I have to say that firsthand, I've walked the talk of just about everything that I do speak about. As a matter of fact, I started the National Single Parent Resource Center back in 94 as a nonprofit. 
And the mission and the goal is really to empower single-parent families, bring them together through support groups, discussion groups, but that's not all, but also to bring in the resources that single-parent families need so that when they come in for a coaching session or they need a resource, they know that they're going to get somebody that cares about single parents and also wants to help single parents achieve success and meet their needs as well. So I'm really happy about having been able to do that. As a matter of fact, back in Boca Raton in 95 and 97, I created the National Single Parent Resource Center Single Parent Day in Boca Raton at the Children's Museum, and that was the most exciting thing I've done in in years because it brought businesses, single parents, resources all together to learn what is out there, to connect with new single parents, and develop new friendships and information. So that's one example that I did back in 95 and 97, as I said before. I've done a lot of coaching of single parents who say, gosh, I wish I knew you way back when, when they learned that I'm a coach in divorce. Because what people don't understand is that if you don't have the right information, or I say be an informed consumer when you're walking down the path of family court, you can find that you may be misinformed or believed one thing and found it was something else and found your whole life changing. And that's what happened to me. I found myself in a legal custody battle that nobody would have expected me to win. I never thought I would be signing papers that would lead me into a custody battle for my daughter and actually come out the winner when people looking in from the outside would have thought, nah, she can't win. There is no way she can win with the people that are involved. And yet, through preservation, for determination, I should say, by gathering and becoming my own detective and gathering information for my case and meeting with other professionals, I realized this is where I wanted to be because I learned through my attorneys, through the therapists, and the various parties that became involved, including single parents and non-custodial moms and dads, and coming together and learning and sharing information. Did you know? This is where I belong. I've always enjoyed helping people. People always said, you're so easy to talk to. So I said, you know, I'm going to keep on with the National Single Parent Resource Center, no matter what travels I face, whether it's been abuse, living challenges, or just being a parent, I'm, not going, to, I'm going to stay with it and continue the rest of my life in helping single parent families. So one of the things that you've done is that you really took – your own life experience, and you converted it and translated it into something that would work for others, uh, I guess leveraging the fact that if you went through it, how many other people that will go through similar things and not have the tools to be able to navigate through it and oftentimes, you know, uh, uh, end up oftentimes with a domino effect in their lives, and, uh, and you were able to do that. I, I, you, you, you really uh, kind of broadened the whole horizon of the different things that you had found yourself in a battle with. And you mentioned a few minutes ago about, you know, when people don't know, you know, they end up paying a very dear price, a uh, dear price because of the fact you find out things that you thought you would know and, and then you don't know. You end up with things that you thought that would be uh, – things that you thought would be helpful uh, and it wasn't helpful. But through trial and error and, uh, you know, you you learn, but you did something better. You made sure that there was opportunity for others to learn and not have to uh, make a costly uh, mistake inside of that. I heard you talk about the uh, thing dealing with custodial and non-custodial 
parenting. And so often, even when we're talking about whether you're going through a divorce, you're going through these custody hearings, you know, it's never over with just a single swipe. There's so many different layers that are there, you know, when you start talking about, well, you have a child, you know, who gets custody, you know, what type of custody it is. And those things can lead to, in many ways, great financial hardship, as well as not to mention just the weight, the weight that it has on you just mentally and emotionally. And so I definitely like for you if you could you know, just talk a little bit about that to perhaps someone who's, you know, facing some things right now. Well, first of all, to those who are facing, I want to let you know, and it's always helped me even today, is that you are not alone. There are thousands, if not millions of people across the U.S. alone that are walking the same walk that you are and feeling isolated and alone and really don't know where to turn. And I have to say, use that as your strength. Whatever it is that you go through, Use it as your strength because you're going to learn, you're going to get knowledge, and it'll make you stronger, and it'll make you feel so much better about yourself because part of what happens when you go through a custody battle, number one, or a visitation, whatever it is in court, your life is put under a microscope. Every single part, every component is put under, and depending upon how the other side is, they can make a little thing out of them into a major thing. For example, this daughter of mine, without going into a lot of details, because I'd like to protect those who were involved, is that had an arm that was injured prior to going to this other person's home, which was to be temporarily. And I also want to add at this point, so I don't forget, is that I signed legal papers. I thought the papers I was signing was temporary and learned later that the person or the couple that had my daughter turned it into as though they had sole custody, number one, and number two, they could make the decisions that I was like a minor player in the role of my child from the standpoint that is when we want you to see her or when you want, we want you to talk to her is when you're going to do it, not thinking so much about the child, in my opinion. And so that it's important to realize that if you take these different components and you think about it, Think what you can do to make it better, and by talking to others, you're not going to feel alone, and you're going to feel connected, because again, I want to remind you, you are not alone. There are thousands of people thinking and feeling exactly what you're feeling and going through the same thing, but you don't know how to get connected with them, and I have to say that when I got involved, what led me to create the National Single Parent Resource Center is that I reached out to an organization called Mothers Without Custody, which we now have have encompassed with our organization, an organization that was having a convention, and I knew nobody who was dealing with what I was dealing with, and somebody who unexpectedly gave me the name of the organization, a phone number, I called. I went down to Fort Lauderdale not knowing anybody, and I was nervous. I was scared, but I was determined to get support and help and knowledge because I had a real battle on my hands. And I walked into this organization wow. and, yes, and developed friendships and walked out as a coordinator and started a chapter for Moms Without Custody, which was a taboo thing way back when. And I said, you know, I love this so much. And to be able to take what I've learned, to skip it up, jump it up to where we are today, so much, and to be able to give it back and see 
sadness in their face when they come in to see me as the discussion groups or as a coaching session and to walk up feeling relaxed and smiles just for me is the greatest gift and reward that I can get back from helping the single parent families because in the end it's our children that are paying the price so if we can help our children by helping ourselves we're going to be ahead for them and for ourselves and we all can achieve success if you know the right direction how to have control over yourself well all those things are very very important as you know and and so often you know um, the transition to being a single parent regardless of what condition that brought it about about is always a difficult one, but it's definitely compounded when you're dealing with the fact of not only finances, lack of finances, or fear. Uh, fear, you know, uh, where am I going to go? How am I going to make it? Where am I going to live? And so a lot of those things, if you would, oftentimes it really has a great bearing on a person making a decision, even when it comes to their own safety. And we find that happening with people who end up being single parents, not because they necessarily chose it, but perhaps it's the situation shows them, perhaps in the cases of where we see abuse happening in terms of it. Uh, we've, we've seen, of course, many uh, victims of domestic violence uh, uh, that actually have been in abuse for a long time, and they endured it for whatever reason. Maybe they endured it because they did not feel like they could, uh, you know, that they could economically take care of themselves uh, and, and the children. Maybe they endured it for a number of reasons. But oftentimes one of the major reasons that they do end up out of it is when the abuse in uh, begins to you know, go just from happening with, between them and the perpetrator, but now that abuse is now uh, uh, turned toward the kids as well. And in dealing with those type things, Coach Judy, it really opens up a real big, real big problem that we have uh, because so many times when people hear a person, a nova person, an abusive relationship, you know, and they're and they're oftentimes quick to judge and say, well, why don't they just leave, you know? goodness, I can't believe they stay in that. But there's so many layers and so many dynamics that exist that that person who stays in is not staying in because it's a walk on the beach, but oftentimes they're staying in because of fear. But when they do make that decision, you know, they are faced with so many other challenges. And I wanted to just kind of, you know, uh, uh, you know, just ask you that question in sense of in what way can the National uh, uh, Resource Center for Single Parent uh, be of assistance to those type of individuals, and then uh, I also like for you to kind of pitch in the fact of how many of those particular type of cases, meaning people that are in abusive relationship, end up being those individuals that are mostly in need of the National Resource Center for single parents. Well, first of all, I'm glad you brought up abuse because there's all types of abuse, and so many of those who are in abuse relationships don't even know it because they don't even know the signs to look that they're even in an abusive relationship. And I wish we had more time, but I know we don't. But we will provide in a discussion group that we're starting the fourth Monday of every month where we come in person. And uh, you can share uh, what you are experiencing because just sharing in itself will release some stress and anxiety because you're getting it off your chest with others who are going to be supportive and caring. Uh, The other aspect is that with the children, they see and pick up on things that that you don't even realize that kids, even a year old or six months, are picking up on that 
uh, I'm sorry, in relation to the abuse because you don't realize you're even abusing. Because let me just say this real quick. The way you speak and the words that you use and the attacks that go on verbally or even in writing are all forms of abuse that these kids can pick up on. And the way you act will be reflected to our children. So we want to help you understand how to get out of the situation if you're still in it, number one. Number two, what components are you going to need from, say, a guardian ad litem, an attorney, uh, the court, money? How can I have the money to do it? How are the courts going to help me? What can I do? So we provide you those type of resources and information because you think the courts are going to be there for you. And thousands of parents out there, men and women, discover the courts may not really be there for you, depending upon how you are handling yourself, the team of professionals you have uh, with your case, especially with abuse cases, and whether or not you can provide the right evidence to the courts so you can prove and show the abuse and what is being done to your children. People don't realize all of these come into play and don't know how to fight for their rights and, and get out of the abuse and leave it because when you even get a divorce, the abuse continues on if you don't prepare yourself and safeguard yourself with the right mindset, the right knowledge of how to feel positive and rebuild the self-esteem of yours, your children, how to talk to your children and various things in that manner because they pick up from what they learn from us as parents. And if we show them that we talk in an angry way or that we're hitting, they themselves are going to turn around and repeat the same thing. So we as the organization want to teach you the skills and the information so that you recognize these signs and also how to turn that anger and the pain afterwards into positive action and energy so that no matter what you're going through, you can still achieve success by what you've gone through. And I want to say, Briefly, I put out to some people I know through messaging about our show tonight. One responded back and said, please, uh, don't contact me again. And I said to myself, ah, she must have dealt with a lot of abuse. And then when I responded back, I said, I'm sorry. I hope you feel better. This person then later realized I was there to help you. So we're about giving you information, hearing what your story is giving you the right tools from a mindset so that you can rebuild yourself up. Abuse will knock everything out of you. And if you don't learn to value your inner self, the positive about yourself, you're, you're going to have a much harder time. And we help you and I help you find the positives about yourself. So you can start working on yourself, which is going to make a difference in, in the long run. Absolutely. Listen, for those of you that are listening to us by way of Internet, that's www.soulofamericaradio.com. Or if you're listening by way of telephone, area code 323-784-9638, you're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is J.R. Thickland. And with our very special guest, uh, Coach Judy Romanoff, she's on with us tonight. And if you have any questions and or comment, just once again, if you're not dialed in, dial in at area code 323-784-9638. Hit number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to get on the air. We'll bring you on the air tonight. And we want you that are listening from coast to coast uh, to join in this conversation as we're talking about not only uh, the National Resource Center for Single Parents, but we're also talking about uh, facing the issue of being alone through abuse or uh, recovering or how to best, if you would, 
uh, be able to land on your feet when you're faced with these situations. Once again, uh, area code 323 that is how you can reach us here. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on the other side of the break to take your call. You listen to Hope and Healing, a journey to hold Via internet, you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. By Choice to Fellowship on Facebook is a spiritual, drama-free, judgment-free fellowship forum for light minds to share in encouragement through testimonies, scriptures, music, prayer, worship, and fellowship. It is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences. We welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook. Through a search, you can find us. If you're listening via Internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am MD Harlem too, and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide Coast to Coast Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soar. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thickland. Welcome back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network. And as always, every Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock in the Central Time Zone, 7 o'clock in the Mountain, 6 o'clock in the Pacific, or wherever you may be, that is where you find us here tonight. We're very excited. We have a special guest that's with us tonight, uh, none other than Coach Judy Romanoff, and we're talking about not only abuse and abandonment and, 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 and the challenges that happen as a result of a person finding himself a single parent and specifically doing abuse. And, and Coach Judy, you were giving such good advice when uh, 
we went to the commercial break, and, and it brought me to the mindset, you know, in dealing with uh, women specifically that have been abused, although I deal with both the perpetrators and I have dealt with the victims, but over a period of time, you know, I, I've come across so many incredible uh, women that have become survivors of domestic violence, and many of them did not have the tools that, that your services are offering at the time. Many of them did not have it while they were going through uh, what they were going through, and they learned, uh, many of them, the hard way, and some, much like yourself, they found a way to turn their mess into a message, and they learned from those things. And as a matter of fact, uh, on this past Sunday, I had an opportunity to go down to Fort Lauderdale, and there's an a incredible young lady. She's uh, just absolutely, she's incredible. She's become an entrepreneur. She's a life coach as well. She's done these things as a result of what she's gone through, and she started an organization and I thought it was powerful, and this is what I'm saying. When people can take their pain and turn it to power and to purpose, when they can, when they can overcome from that, they can do remarkable things. And I had the opportunity to spend time with a uh, uh, young lady, Sheila Bryan, and she started what she calls the Women Empowerment Academy. And it's, and it's basically, I mean, once again, another one of those resources that have, that have come from people's experience, their pain, and being able to channel it out again and, and and that's what you've done in so many ways yourself. You you've taken all these experiences and you you basically have uh, leveraged them not only through what you've gone through, but understanding the process that is so convoluted at times. And so I wanted you to just re you know re, rejoin in that part of the conversation as you were talking about the things that were so uh, so critical and for them to understand as they're going through uh, this point of becoming, you know, of being single and now trying to find a way to reclaim their life. Well, I appreciate that. And what I want to say is we went to break. I have a, a motto that I tell everybody, and you don't have to be a single parent to, to use it. So I'm going to share it with you. So you've got one tip you can take right now, and you can apply anything in your life. It's get the facts, then act and achieve success. And that's what the National Single Parent Resource Center is all about, as well as myself. What you need to understand is that you've got to uh, think about, as another good point and a tip, think about what's positive about yourself. And I know if you're dealing with abuse, you think there's nothing positive about me. I'm going to tell you the fact that you're on, on and listening to this whole show about abuse, you're doing something for yourself. So I want you to pat yourself on your back because you are doing something. Anything that you do to help, to help yourself is a positive. And to focus on the positive things that you're doing to help yourself is critical, in my opinion, to get to the other side if you're in the middle of it. Uh, it's important that you, um, how should I say it, that you not blame yourself for being in this situation because so many people don't know what abuse is, and but the key thing is there's resources out there to get out and to move forward with the abuse. So don't beat yourself up because you don't need to do that. Focus on the positives of every step that you're doing. Write it down to remind yourself what positive things are that you're doing to help yourself. And what that's going to do for everybody is that's going to help you build and regain your self-esteem and confidence about yourself. Because if you don't, can't find anything positive, how can you expect anybody else to? And I know everybody, even the perpetrators, 
have positive things about themselves. And that's what everybody really needs to get to and get to a center of who you are and begin loving yourself again. Because when you love and value who you are and focus on the positives, your whole life is going to change in ways that you would not expect. Because there are positive things. You don't have to go out and create an organization to do positive things with the abuse or the various challenges that you have. There's a lot of ways that I can teach and share and coach you in how to even do that as well, besides the different people that get involved if you end up in the court system. Uh, You have control over it. And the thing is, if if you allow the perpetrator to abuse you or abuse others and you let the anger sit in, then you're giving control to that abuse. And I don't think anybody on the phone or listening wants abuse to have control over them. So we want to help you get control back again. But the most important, I'm going to reemphasize, focus on the positives about yourself. If you get up every day, that's a positive. Some people can't even get out of bed or some people are sitting there, I'm going to give up on my life. So if you're not doing that, that's a positive. And if you are, reach out to us. Let us help you begin to feel better about yourself so that and you and to know what people are going to get involved in your life because of the fear that of the unknown is the worst enemy. Absolutely. So that I, is very powerful and positive advice. Those who are listening by way of telephone, Eric O three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you can reach us. If you have a question, a comment. Uh, that you like to ask or that you like to share. That's the number to dial, area code 323-784-9638. Hit number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to come on the air. We'll be so very glad to bring you on the airway tonight. You listen to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. And this is uh, J.R. Thicklin, and we have with us our special guest, uh, Coach Judy Romanoff of the National Single Parent Resource Center, and uh, sharing some great tips for those that are being affected by uh, these issues. And Coach Judy, I know that you have, have another thought that you want to continue, but I, I look forward for you sharing with those that have, about what's happening uh, for you at your about to birth every, I believe, the fourth Monday of every month that you're getting ready to do that is being able to bring some of the individuals that have been affected by not only abuse but have become single parents out. Uh, you're going to be able to bring them uh, together uh, once a month in person. Uh, to be able to not only process some things, but we believe a time of a transformation as well as I would like to call uh, capacity building as well. Oh, I'm happy to do that. And I'd love to have your questions too because I'd love to answer what you really need to know. Uh, we're going to be meeting at Susie's Soul Food Hot and Fresh Restaurant in West Palm Beach. If you know uh, West Palm Beach and 45th Street, it's right on the corner of 45th and Australian behind the 7-Eleven. Susie's got great food and really a super person. And we're going to be doing them the fourth Monday of every month so you can come together and meet others and not feel isolated and alone. And it's going to be from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, the fourth Monday of every month. And you'll also have the opportunity to enjoy uh, Susie's great food of all types. And then we ask for a $10 donation so we can help fund the programs and help you uh, in that respect. And it's a time for you to relax and rejuvenate and reconnect with people who care, who understand, who are just like you, who need information. And then you end up building new friendships. And that's, again, 
the fourth Monday at Susie's Soul Food Hot Hot and Fresh Restaurant here in West Palm Beach. If, if you'd like, I want to also let you know before I forget that we do have a Facebook page under National Single Parent Resource Center that you can go and join us so we can put up information on there as another venue for you to get information if you can't come to the discussion groups on the fourth Monday of the month. So we have a lot of resources and ways of connecting with us. We have a phone number, we have an email address, and we also have other programs that are available that I haven't even mentioned. So I just want to say that, yes, call us. We really want to help you. I've walked there, and I've gone through abuses because I want to bring up something real quick that people don't think about. There's abuse when you rent rooms. So many people call me and say, I don't have a room, I don't have money. And I say to them, well, I can help you with making some extra money. And if you're going to rent rooms, you need to ask specific questions. Otherwise, you could be walking into abusive situations that you've never experienced in your life if you've never been with abuse, but you don't have money to get your own place. So this is the time and the place to come to get that type of information. Meet me personally and know that you're talking to somebody who really cares to help you because we want to reduce the pain. We want to help you become inspired and be the for yourself, number one, and for your children. So just go, please go wow. to our Facebook page. And if you'd like, I can give you a website that's got radio shows and other valuable information and practical tips mm-hmm. that you can even print out yourself too. Well, well, please feel free to give that information as well. I do know that on our on the com page, uh, we do have a link to your website on there as well. And those of you that are electronically uh, are listening to the show, you'll see that there. You'll be able to find uh, information there. But uh, please share your number and contact information. Okay. Uh, my name, for those who have just uh, clicked on, my name is Coach. Judy Romanoff. I go by Coach Judy when I started my talk show and as a coach to help empower single parents. Our uh, phone number is 561-441-8557. And my email address, if you want to email, and you can use that number to text me as well, is coachjudy at nationalsingleparent.org. And we're here to help you. Just reach out to us. Let us know specifically what you want because we have opportunities to help you increase money if you want to do something on a, on a part-time basis to bring some extra money in. It's just something we have to help you out. So we're really there to help you. We're a one-stop shop for single-parent families because there's just so much. And as J.R. has said, there are so many layers. It's like where do you really begin to address it? But by having you call us, we'll know where to start for you. Well, one thing for sure, the National Senior Parent Resource Center doesn't sound like the place for a person comes to lick their wounds and talk about what what I can't do. It sounds like a place that is saying, listen, what you can do. And one of the things that is a reality is knowing how to rebuild, having the right tools to rebuild. And that's really what life is really about, having the right tools. Uh, to be able to start over again, to rebuild. And that's what it definitely sounds like you guys are offering there. Because in these times and things, one of the things that we, we continue to say is this. Get out an abusive relationship as difficult as it is, but that's only part of the challenge. The ability to maintain after you're out, 
the ability to be able to uh, to live, to thrive, and you said it best. Yes, the ability to make income. Many people that find themselves with single parents uh, coming out of an abusive relationship have never, ever been the breadwinner. They've always depended on the other uh, individual and now find themselves having to uh, to fulfill a role that in many ways they had not been previously uh, equipped to be able to fulfill. And so those are some of the benefits of the National Single Parent Resource Center. And uh, we definitely want to make sure that as our listeners, if you are listening, that they would take down any and all of this information that is so very, uh, very pertinent uh, to helping those that may be single parents and that may be going through abusive uh, situations inside of that. Uh, Coach, uh, Coach, one of the things that I thought was so important that you were saying was uh, the ability not only to help them help themselves, but in all actuality, the ability to kind of rebuild their lives when I would say one brick at a time, and and through connecting to through other resources. And if you would just go and elaborate just a little bit more on some of the things that they can do. Perhaps someone is listening tonight, or perhaps they're listening. Or they'll listen again later on on our podcast, and they'll pull this up. Uh, share with them how they can reach you again. And, and for someone who may be listening and says to themselves, "I have a friend, I have a sister, or you know, family member that's in this situation and needs help." Everything. Share with them once again not only how to reach you, but some of the things that they could uh, definitely uh, be able to connect with you and and finding the proper resources. Okay, my my phone number is five six one four four one eight five five seven, and leave your phone and leave your phone name and phone number. What the issue is that you're dealing with, so we can zero in on it. Uh, also, you can go to the Facebook page and contact me that way in the organization. Uh, some of the things that you're going to come come across is the fact that uh, you don't know where to turn or what you what you want to do to even make money and find yourself. So that those are things that you need to begin to think about when you're able to. The other thing is is that you want to be able to be open minded to doing things that you may not have expected you would have to do. I can say firsthand, I didn't have to work. And when I found myself in the situations and my own finances changed, all of a sudden it was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do it? And it's key that you do something that you enjoy doing, like things that you used to do or things that you wanted to do that you enjoy. Try to find a venue which will help you with to be to do those things because I have to keep stressing you want to get better you want to feel better about yourself because when you do your energy gets better your mind clears up we kind of clear the minefields of your mind because of the resources from attorneys from therapists from other single parents and there's just so many my mind is kind of blanking here because there's so many different things that we can do for you once we know what what your needs are there are um, other types of programs that we have that you can have the program even in your home to help you and see it and look at it when it's good for you. Um, you need to know how to hire a lawyer. Uh, you need to know what is the right therapist for you if, with going through this. Maybe you may not need a therapist. Maybe you do. And it's really about, how can I say it, 
getting the tools, as JR said, knowing where to turn to get those tools, which we have. And as a matter of fact, one of the things we are also going to be building on, and I've contacted somebody from years back who's a lawyer, we're going to build a referral directory to help single parents so they can go to people who are business members and know that they are there because of care of resources. Like, for example, there are people who are very wealthy who are being abused and don't know where to turn. And it's like they may need a forensic accountant or they may need a financial planner. Who are they? Who do I go to? Who do I go to for my insurance and my taxes? So those are things that come up that you need resources for. We want to help direct you and help you be aware what other resources you really need in your life. Because when you come out of an abusive relationship or any relationship that goes downhill, you have no idea what to really expect. But when you've talked to others who have walked the talk, they also become information people for you because they are ahead of where you're at. So they may have information that I may not know or because of their experiences, which is critical, to be able to share new ideas. Because if you are open and you share, you don't know what you're saying could actually help somebody else. And all of a sudden, a light goes off in your mind in their mind, oh my God, I thought, I wish I had realized that that would have been made so easy and so simple. So that's why I also am a coach. I do individual coaching and we're doing it as a group because there are economic and financial challenges so that we want to work with everybody. As a matter of fact, um, we have a PMA. We want to create a scholarship program to help single parents who can't afford services and have, but have needs and they need to be done. There's other things I want to share, like child care, and you're going out, where do I put my child? What should I know to even go into the child care you know, industry as far as maybe working or for your child? So there's just so many, there are just so many layers to it. But one of the things I also do, and I'll give you a tip, is that I believe if you can get yourself organized by getting yourself a three-ring notebook and putting paper and getting dividers in there under different categories, that's going to help organize your mind and help you keep it in one place. So it's like when you have to go to the lawyer or you need to come to see me or see somebody else, you have it all in one place versus scattered all over. I know lots of times clients come to me and they have different files and they don't know what they're doing or they have your stack of papers all over that will accumulate. Well, if you get yourself a notebook and keep it all together, you're going to be amazed how less stress you're going to have. And I found that when you get busy, the less stress you have, the more effective you can be in doing the work that you need to do. And as a parent, as a matter of fact, one of the things is how do you regain love? Where do you get that emotional love that's missing that you haven't ever had maybe or haven't had for a long time and need? Well, there are ways that you can do it by connecting with um, our organization and with myself and with other single parents like yourself. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I could share with you. I, I guess the key thing is is focus on your the positives that you have in your life. Even if you're doing one little thing that's positive, make it big because that's what's going to get you through the difficult times. Because once you decide to leave, there are shelters that you can go to. If you're in and you can't get out, you don't know what to do, there are shelters to protect you. There are a lot of other agencies out there that are governmental as well as other private organizations that also can help you get out of your situation. There is also one I learned here in Palm Beach that even if you have dogs like I have dogs and you're not going to give them up, 
that they, if you have a pet or a dog or something, they'll still, still can take you in, and you don't have to worry about your pet. Of course, I will double check it before I give would give their name out. But there are some, and as an example of resources that wasn't there before. So it's just so important not to be afraid to call even 211 to find out what else is out there because our organization is listed with 211, which is a resource here in Palm Beach and the Treasure Coast of a significant amount of nonprofit organizations that are out there to help you with the various needs uh, from that standpoint. And the other aspect is really is what do you want in life? What are goals, as I say it, that you want to achieve. And if you haven't done it or given any thought, why not start writing them down so that you can have a direction of what you want to do. As a matter of fact, when I was doing coaching, we even sent people to where they were uh, got evaluated to find what career they wanted that was going to suit you. Do you really know what you like, what do you like to do that's going to fit your educational level, your skills, and the willingness to learn uh, and being open-minded to doing something different. Also, it's important to realize that when you go through, you're going to have physical changes going on because of the stress that you are facing, and this is all normal. Don't be afraid of it. Let it come because it's a great way to release it, but do it in a healthy environment and with people who are wanting to get healthy. If you go with people who are going to put you down or say, you know, go get a regular job or, you know, you ought to be doing something else. That really, those are people that could be toxic for you. And I don't know if you know what the word toxic is, but toxic is anything that's going to make you feel sick and not be comfortable. And that's another thing I want to bring out with abuse. If somebody comes and says something that doesn't make you feel comfortable, learn how not to be afraid and say, please, I don't appreciate how that makes me feel. I'd appreciate it if you would stop doing it. And if they can't, then it's learning to remove yourself from people who are taught who can't respect you as a person, let alone as a wife, a mother, a daughter, um, a son, whatever it may be. You have a right to put up boundaries to protect yourself and speak up and say no. That is so critical, and it's so frightening to say no because we don't know what their reaction is going to be. And I want to give you another tip that I learned myself is that if you feed into the abuse, if they start talking disrespectful to you or start yelling at you, what you need to do is say no, and if they don't, then you get up and walk away. If they follow you, you go into a room and close the door and lock it if they keep trying to come in. But remove yourself from any situation, and even if it is an abuse, that doesn't make you feel comfortable because whatever makes you feel uncomfortable is a red flag that something's not right and you need to speak up. And National Single Parent Resource Center is the place for you to speak up because we will help you uh, through the discussion groups. We do, you know, one-on-one. We just have so many things, and I'm sharing this because I've lived it. I've walked it. I have pictures. I have text messages. I have everything that backs up the type of abuses that I have experienced because lots of times people are not going to believe it. But if you document what's going on in some way, I just want to say that's going to help you uh, heal. It's also going to help you with your cases as well as getting restraining orders. I mean, again, there's just so many aspects. There's a legal aspect to abuse and becoming a single parent if you're not dealing with abuse, psychological, 
the financial, the parenting. There are just so many areas. But, again, I want you to know, don't be afraid to reach out to us. We care. We know what you're feeling and that you're not alone. But, again, we need a starting point, and that's why we're doing the discussion group, so you can come and meet fourth Monday of every month other single parents. They may not be dealing with abuse, but they're dealing with single parent issues because there's always challenges every part of your life as a single parent. doesn't go away. People think I get my divorce or I get the restraining order, I can move on, and it's over. It's never totally over, but it's how you handle it as to whether it's going to be an easy road, a tough road, an abusive road, more legal work, whatever it's going to be. But again, I have to say, do the right thing for yourself and for your children, not worry about what they do. Take care of you. Do you have any suggestions or things you'd like to add, Jr.? Well, I tell you, Coach, <clears throat> well, we're just enjoying you. I'm getting feedback here. Uh, there are those that are enjoying. Uh, they're not necessarily asking the questions as much as they're just totally agreeing with what you're saying and this is what they need. And so uh, definitely you're, you're supplying the information that is vital there. And um, hopefully, you know, for many that are listening now, one of the things I talk about it's the fact when people go back and listen to podcasts, and then those of you that will go in uh, under solo America Radio dot com and go to Hope is Healing, tonight's broadcast will be there right after the show. You can go back and listen to this. You can also go and share it. You can literally take it and email it to someone, a friend, a neighbor, and say, "Listen, I thought this would benefit you. Or listen to this. This is great information." And that's what is so vitally important. Because if not today, somebody will need it, and it's very vital inside of that. And uh, we talked about why victims don't leave, and what I want to do, I want to take a quick break here, and we're going to come back, and we'll wrap up around about 10:15. But uh, those of you that may have a question or comment for Coach Judy or myself, area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us. Hit number one on your keypad once you're in. That lets us know, and the producer will let us know that you want to come on the air, and we'll bring you on the air. You listen to Hope and Healing, your journey to wholeness. This is J.R. Thickland. We'll be right back after these messages. It can be really hard economically to leave a domestic violence situation. As a single woman, you're now challenged with paying for rent, utilities, and everyday costs on your own. If you add children to that, you're now including medical expenses, school expenses. Sometimes it can seem insurmountable. You also have emotional factors. No one asks someone to go on a date and then punches them in the face. So we see it a lot that our women are in love with their abusers. This is the father of their children. This is the person they build a life with. Maybe they own a home together. Maybe they've traveled the world together. Violence is one part of their relationship, a very bad part of the relationship. We see women that normally go back seven or eight times before they finally make a reason to leave. And sometimes it's not the violence that stops it. Sometimes it's the kids that finally make her leave. Sometimes it's the pets that finally make her leave. Sometimes it's a friend who finally got across to her that she should leave before she gets hurt. There's so many reasons to leave. And there's very strong reasons to go back. We can't be judgmental. We need to support any victim that's going through it. I still look over my shoulder every day. And the fear's still there. This woman was a victim of domestic abuse. 
She has chosen to conceal her identity because even though she is free, the fear is still there. For her, getting the courage to leave the comfortable life she knew and not return was the hardest part. I left 11 times. She tried therapy and counseling, but nothing stopped the abuse. I thought that, you know, if I loved him enough, that he would love me back. Ultimately, it was the concern for her children that made her leave. When I saw it affecting my children, I guess that was what really made my mind up. For this victim and some others, they're able to escape their dangerous relationship and find comfort and safety in shelters like the one behind me. Abuse Alternatives in Bristol provides an emergency shelter, therapy, court advocacy, and much more. They, you know, tried to just guide me in a direction without putting too much pressure. During the holidays, she was upset about making it a normal one for her children. But Abuse Alternatives took care of that as well. I had no idea how I was going to do Christmas for my kids. And they saw that Santa came. Since leaving her husband and coming to abuse alternatives, she has noticed an improvement in her children's attitudes. They smile more. They're open more. They're happy. And they feel safe. With the recent tragedy in Glade Spring, this victim knows that a similar fate could have been hers if she never got the courage to escape. I think if uh, I didn't have abuse alternatives to turn to, that you would be doing the story that you've done on her, on me. Kelsey Lair, 19 News, Bristol. It can be really hard economically to leave a domestic violence situation. As a single woman, you're now challenged with paying for rent, utilities, and everyday costs on your own. If you add children to that, you're now including medical expenses, school expenses. Sometimes it can seem insurmountable. You also have emotional factors. No one asks someone to go on a date and then punches them in the face. So we see it a lot that our women are in love with their abusers. This is the father of their children. This is the person they build a life with. Maybe they own a home together. Maybe they've traveled the world together. Violence is one part of their relationship, a very bad part of the relationship. We see women that normally go back seven or eight times before they finally make a reason to leave. And sometimes it's not the violence that stops it. Sometimes it's the kids that finally make her leave. Sometimes it's the pets that finally make her leave. Sometimes it's a friend who finally got across to her that she should leave before she gets hurt. There's so many reasons to leave, and there's very strong reasons to go back. We can't be judgmental. We need to support any victim that's going through it. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. 
You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 7849638 you give Jay a call right now and now back to the show Number one, the phone number, and you can also text me, is 561-441-8557. 
My email address is Coach Judy, and that's J U D Y, at nationalsingleparent.org. We are on Facebook, so I hope you'll join and like our Facebook page. We have a video up there on uh, PMA abuse, which shares what we're trying to do uh, in addressing abuse uh, from that standpoint, as well as tips I'll be putting on as well. Uh, so there'll be other information. Also, we have memberships that if you want to join, you could even join the organization, really feel connected by being a member. Uh, we are um, really, how should I say it, an organization that cares. We're bringing people in of resources, of professionals, who are people going to be care to help. As a matter of fact, we have an attorney who is actually willing to donate some of his time to answer some simple question, legal questions in that respect. And I want to bring up something that's important, especially as a single parent, that you may not be aware of, but it's critical. And that is what we call parental alienation syndrome. As a matter of fact, I talked with one of the leading doctors before he passed away, Dr. Richard Gardner, and I even read his books about parental alienation. And that's when it and I have to say, it doesn't have to be a parent. It can be a grandparent. It can be an aunt. It can be an uncle. It can be a brother. It can be a sister who dislikes you, who will talk against you to your children. So be careful when you go to family for help because they can end up becoming your enemy if they don't really understand uh, what's going on or they may have ulterior motives. So don't think just because they're family means that they're going to really be there for you. But parental alienation is the attempt to undermine and discredit you as a parent. And what happens is children will believe it and are taken in by it, that it ends up showing up in their adulthood as well, and they really believe the lies. So I want you to be just aware that that can happen uh, so you're not shocked by it. Uh, and the thing of it is is that I have to go back. Think about the positives. What can you do that's positive to change your life? Don't be afraid to leave because you're not alone. There are places. Also, if you are in an abusive situation, we need to make a plan to get out at some point and putting money away uh, in that respect. Uh, you need to really have a game plan if you're living in abuse and you're afraid to leave. The other thing I want to bring out real quick, to, is to help you understand that if somebody calls you a name, that's abuse if they do it intentionally and continue to do it. If there's an example, if they take a box that has cat urine and feces in it and puts it by your bed, that is a form of emotional abuse. There's all types. There's emotional, physical, psychological, sexual. Uh, there is abuse in on. Uh, from name calling, there's abuse at work. There's all kinds of abuses. So you need to understand what abuse really is. And the key thing is, is that any intention by somebody else to undermine you as a person who wants to hit you, discredit you, uh, those are all signs and symptoms of abuse. As a matter of fact, I wanted to tell you, I did an interview with ABC News here in West Palm Beach. And if you look up Coach Judy addresses and offers tips on domestic violence, you will see an interview that I did many years ago that you can actually uh, watch and get a few ideas, uh, even just from the uh, minute and a half interview that's up on YouTube. Um, the other thing is, is that I have to go back to apparently is that, because I believe it, 
is that focus on the positive facts. I'm going to give you my motto again for those who are just tuned in is get the facts, then act, and you will achieve success. It may not happen or things may not go exactly as you want them to, but the thing of it is in the end, you'll come out ahead if you take and focus on positive things and positive actions that you can do. Uh, and again, I have to say, if you're in a situation right now, get a plan. Don't wait till it gets to the children. If something feels uncomfortable to you, chances are it's a gut feeling that something's not right. That should be a red flag that you could be in an abusive situation and to get help. Uh, again, abuse can, uh, can destroy your life or it can make your life and make it something special. I will say that I've turned the abuses into positive action, as matter, as matter of fact, this discussion group is something I've wanted to do for a long time because of the abuses. And here's your chance to come out the fourth Monday of every month with Susie's. But, again, also just know that you're going to be okay and keep telling yourself you're going to be okay and do mind messaging that's positive because you will. And don't be afraid to step out and do the things you need to do. Abuse is not fun. Abuse is hard. It can mess up your head. And if you don't get the right help and the right support, it could destroy your life and you could end up living in an anger mode, which so many people do. They never get over it. So they end up turning around and abusing other people. So it's really important to recognize and understand what abuse is and know you can reach out for help and there are resources and people who care. I think that's the most important message is that there are people out there who care. You're not alone. There's millions experiencing the same emotions, the same actions, and everything else that you are. And I have to say that helps me even today at times. It's like, I know I'm not alone. I know there's millions experiencing what I'm experiencing depending upon whatever negative is going on. But it helps me to know... I'm not alone. And people say, well, you're not alone. I say, I know that. I know I'm not alone. And I keep repeating I'm not alone because we feel alone when we're going through hard times. We withdraw from family or uh, friends and we become a cocoon. Well, let's take that cocoon that you may be in even as a single parent and having had a chance to reach out to people. And let's create, as I call, a metamorphosis and let that butterfly come and fly away and enjoy life for you and your children. Again, I'm going to give you my phone number. It's 561-441-8557. Please text if it's at night. We're on Eastern Standard Time, so if it's at night, please text. Or then uh, give us a call. If I don't pick up, just leave a message, and I will return your call. It may take me 24 hours if we get a lot of calls, but I will call you back. So know that you've got somebody here who has walked the talk, who understands it. I had to change my life. I've had to change lots of things, but I have to tell you, I've enjoyed my life doing it because there were positive things that made my life feel fulfilled, even though things are not the way I want them to be. But again, it comes back to valuing yourself and how to value yourself and reach out and get work and how you can go out and get work or if you have to stay home. I actually want to say that I have resources for those who want to get work and have to stay home as well because of the contacts I have. So 
all I can say is check us out, call us. I will even start a phone discussion group for just for those who are dealing with specific issues. Uh, if you're not here local, I will do a uh, phone. We do accept credit cards from a financial standpoint. And I really want to thank J.R. Thickman for having me on and the opportunity to share about abuse because it's out there every day, everywhere you go, there is abuse, but you may not even know it. As people say, Judy, you're so assertive, you speak up. It's like, I'm assertive, but the key thing here also when you're assertive, you've got to be nice. But if you're angry and you hold on to that anger, how can you begin to talk to people without it coming through? And then you're going to get a negative reaction by people because you're displaying anger. Uh, again, I have to say, I enjoy life because I made the choice to do something for me that made me feel good. And fortunately, it's benefiting all of you and the knowledge I've gained from a custody battle for those who didn't hear the beginning. Uh, that was my training ground to battle the challenges I have faced even recently. But they became the framework, the groundwork to know how to deal with any type of negative situation, no matter how painful, no matter how hard. It still allowed me to give my strength by giving back to helping you. So that's partly why I do it, because I just care, and I, it gives me joy to be able to share the knowledge, because as I say, I learned so much, I continue learning. How can I waste all that knowledge and put it in a drawer? I've got to do something with it. And all of you can do something with what you're learning and what you can get and what you want if you reach out, and don't be afraid to reach out. If you have a question, please call, call in your question. Nobody's going to know if you're making a mistake or not. Only you know that, but no mistake is a mistake. It's a learning experience. As I have to say, my father who passed, he said to me a long time ago, he says, Judy, a mistake is an opportunity for learning. And all of what we're doing right now and those who listen to the show repeatedly and new people who listen to this show know that it's a learning process. And we can always learn as long as we keep a door open and see it as an opportunity to get better. We can always get better. We can always achieve as long as we are open-minded and willing to. And again, leave before the abuse gets physical, if you can. Recognize the signs. Let us help you move forward. Well, and what, I will give you, let me just give you this. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. I just want to give you my email address again. It's Coach Judy at nationalsingleparent.org, and also Facebook. Well, what great advice tonight. We've heard from Coach Judy Romanoff and the National Single Parent Resource Center, just a wealth of information, and I want you to make sure that you uh, definitely contact her. Uh, many of you have responded uh, behind the scene here and your enjoyment of it today. So let's give a great hand back to Thank you for being with us. And please remember, stay safe. If you're in an abusive relationship right now, listen, you don't have to remain in it. If you know someone that's in there, there's always not only hotlines for most immediate help, uh, with the National Hotline Center, uh, they're 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. And if you today know of someone uh, that could use uh, just some of the services that you heard of tonight, you have the information there for Coach Judy Romanov. 
and you know how to reach us each and every week right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. You listen to Hope and Healing, a journey to hope. Holders, and I've been your host, J.R. Ficklin, and I'm always glad. I'm always glad to leave you on a good note and, and let you know that, listen, you don't have to succumb to the violence and abuse. There is a way out. Until next week, this is J.R. Ficklin, and I'm saying to you once again, be strong. Know that there's a way out. You don't have to remain. Have a good night.
truth is I'm tired Options are few I'm trying to pray But where are you? I'm all church Hurt and abuse I can't say What's left to do Come on. Truth is I'm weak No strength to fly No tears to cry Even if I
Yeah. <laughs>